Welcome to Sincerely Fresno State. It's a podcast all about Fresno State, courtesy of the Office of New Student Family Programs. My name is Ken Ternate. And my name is Kelsey Goss. And we're here just to give you some, I don't know, interesting facts about Fresno, help you and your students and everyone make their transition here to the university. But how have you been, Kels? I've been doing okay. Um, I think for us, the transition to work from home actually just started. And since we've been working from home, my roommate works from home as well. I have one and she has a cat that we kind of (laughs) (laughs) co-parent. So the cat has joined a couple of Zoom meetings and we've had to really work together to be aware of each other's schedules, to know who's in a conference call, what Zoom meeting. I'm making sure I'm putting a Zoom background on because my workstation is in the middle of our uh, apartment living room. So that's been a little bit tough, but I think other than that, I'm I'm starting to get into the groove of things. But ask me in a couple weeks, and that answer might change. What I'm about you? you? It's hard. <laughs> we've been essential all summer, so we've been in the office all summer that we've been mm-hmm. doing dog days. But now that I'm home, I mean, I have two little ones, first and second grade, and it's tough. I can't. I haven't really got used to my little workstation that I've created. I feel like I'm nesting, and I have to redo everything just to feel comfortable. But with my kids starting school yesterday and with the semester starting and now working from home, it's been a tough transition. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I don't know how all these families have been doing it working from home. Now that we've, I mean, it's like first world problems that we had now no, have to transition. Absolutely. But it's tough. I think we're kind of the ones that are catching up to everyone else. I mean, our students kind of in March transitioned to working um, from home or or attending class um, from the comfort of their apartment, or maybe they physically moved back to their hometown. Um, And seeing that them go through that process was, was kind of difficult on us too, because all of a sudden we kind of lost our folks that we interact with every day and get to see. And with our staff, I'd, I'd like to think that we get to know them and know their quirks and what's going on in their life. So it was kind of a hard transition at first. And then everybody getting into the process of working remotely and not being able to um, connect as easily. So I think that has been difficult. And we also saw that in the students that started to transition to online courses um, in the spring. And as we kind of helped prepare students for the fall semester, really just to get set up for success as best they can in an, env- in an environment where they wouldn't normally be. No, I agree. And it, I didn't appreciate the transition that all of them had to make. You know what I mean? I was, I was definitely empathetic about it. But, you know, our orientation leaders during dog days all work from home. All of our academic counselors work from home. And I didn't really appreciate the challenges and, you know, how they really stepped up until now that we've started working from home. And this is absolutely day three, day four working <laughs> from home. It's tough. And it doesn't help that this weather and the fires. Absolutely. And thinking about everything that's going on, I'm, I'm sure everyone has seen the fires going up in Northern California and everything that's going on there, it certainly puts things into perspective. It seems like this whole year has allowed us to really kind of slow down, even if we don't want to, and really kind of focus on what's important and really what's in, what's right in front of us. No, absolutely. I think my daughter, um, when I was coming in to do this podcast, she was like, please don't leave. And I'm like, you have been seeing me more than ever before. And when I said it, it really made me appreciate the fact that, yes, There's a lot of challenges in this new normal, and it's really tough for everyone trying to make this transition. But there is a little bit of a silver lining that I'm getting a little bit more family time with my children. And I mean, 
It's great. Absolutely. And I think for us over the summer, it was really great meeting our incoming class. We had over uh, 6,500 students join us as new Bulldogs this coming summer, and they had really great questions, and we want to talk a little bit about the transition for um, students like yourself who are getting ready for the fall semester. Maybe you're already in it by the time you're listening to this podcast, uh, but really to help transition you and, and set you up for success with the kind of things that we saw during the course of the summer. Yeah, I mean, you were talking about it. It's our 110th academic year, and we had almost 7,000 incoming students. That's it's the largest by, class we've ever had, right? By far the largest that we've had, and 67% of you are first generation. So, I mean, everyone is sort of making this really new transition, and so adding this other layer of virtual. I mean, it's going to be tough, but hopefully through this podcast and through all the different services on campus, we can sort of help get you through this. So I think maybe we'll start with our office, the Office of New Student and Family Programs, and kind of what we do. So as many of you might know, we run four different programs in our office, one of them being Dog Days, which is the new student orientation program here on campus. And many of our students this summer got the opportunity to learn about Mentor You and our Transfer Success Center, which is also ran out of our office. So our Mentor You program is a first-year support program for freshman students on campus, and we have the opportunity this fall to provide webinars on different topics that will help you transition. I know a popular one that we did in the past was class schedule uh, planning when it comes to the spring 2021 semester, so look out for that webinar in October probably and just helping students with feeling comfortable with being a college student and being on the Fresno State campus. Definitely. I think for the Mentor U program, I think the, the most positive thing about it has been the ability for incoming first-year students to have someone, um, another peer, a mentor, someone who can really help them and answer those questions that you might not feel comfortable asking a staff or a faculty. Um, and although we're sort of moving to this virtual environment, we're still here to serve the students, and the Mentor U really helps like 80% of the student population who don't have sort of a uh, program home, like if you're not a Smith Camp Scholar, if you're not EOP or some other support program, we're definitely here to help you. And I think that's why the Mentor You program has been so um, successful with the students we've been able to engage. And we are so thankful to, we definitely felt the love over the summer with the engagement that we received from the Dog Days Instagram posts and the Mentor You posts. And another one we've seen a lot of engagement on is the Transfer Success Center page. A lot of you have been liking and sending us messages on there. So our office acquired the Transfer Success Center last October, and that's been another great opportunity to engage with transfer students on our campus because previously we haven't had that. Yeah, they've, space definitely, on campus they've definitely been underserved. Absolutely. So we kind of became the hub for <laughs> transfer students as we... Bring us your uh, questions. Absolutely. <laughs> so we're just trying to help transfer students as best we can. And really, any anyone who has questions, we want to make sure you get those questions answered because sometimes um, you can be... You can feel like you're jumping around from office to office, but we like to be that office that points you in the right direction and is kind of a one-stop shop. Yeah, and then the last program out of our office is the Family Association. Um, So years ago, it was the Parents Association. Well, really, we're here just to support all of those people who are supporting students, whether it's a parent, a family member, an uncle, a spouse, whatever it might be. Uh, We want to make sure that we're providing enough information. We're providing some programs in this virtual format. We're also going to be doing um, some extra programming for 
first-generation family. So if you're a first-generation college student and your family would like to be a little bit more involved, um, you can get in contact with us. But we're definitely uh, the program to sort of help connect family supporters, student supporters, so that we can make sure that they know what they need to do to help support you. So in regards to the summer, I mean, we talked about dog days, and it was such a joy to help new students come in. I think that's probably by why both of us do this. Absolutely. So for us, I mean, what we wanted to do was talk a little bit about your transition here for the, I mean, classes started this week. Yeah. And we sort did. of want to talk about those kind of things to help you navigate, you know, the beginning of the semester. We know that it's challenging. I mean, there were a ton of phone calls. Absolutely. To admissions, to the learning center, all over campus because students are so confused. But one thing to know is that you're not the only one that's confused. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the faculty, you know, they're all moving into this synchronous or asynchronous teaching and they're they're having challenges too. So know that you're not alone. Um, so much so that the university has changed so many deadlines and extended so many things because we know that everyone is, is facing those sort of challenges transitioning to the campus. I think Ken makes a great point in making sure that you don't feel alone. I think with all of our programs, our intention is to make sure that you find a sense of community no matter where you are. And we tried to create that in the beginning or during the summer with our virtual orientation session. So hopefully you were connected with your orientation leader, but essentially for you to know that there are offices here to help you. We want to make sure that you feel connected to campus. And as Ken mentioned, we're, we're all kind of going through this transition and really just to make sure that you're set up for success. With one of the first things I thought of, Ken, when you mentioned this, was our Canvas pages. Mm -hmm. So Canvas is a platform that Fresno State uses to kind of house everything academic, essentially. And our office has a MentorU Canvas page, which is open to first-year students. And we have compiled information that we've received over the summer from different on-campus departments, different clubs and orgs for that particular Canvas page. So hopefully you've already navigated to your Fresno State Canvas page. Um, if you haven't, go ahead and use your single sign-on login and check out uh, the Canvas page, because not only that, will the MentorU page be there for you as a first-year student, but all of your other academic coursework as well. Yeah, once you're added to a, to a class, once you add a class here on campus, you're automatically added to that class's Canvas page. And what a lot of students don't realize is Particularly since we're all virtual now, everything for your classes is going to be on that Canvas page, right? The syllabus, which explains everything for the class, if it's synchronous or asynchronous, the contact information for the professor, the links to your Zoom or your Microsoft Teams or whatever they're using, all of that stuff's going to be in Canvas. So you're going to need to get really familiar with it. And there's a tutorial on the website. Um, and you can, you can also access that through the Dog Days resources page. So if you are a new student, you came in this summer in the second or third or fourth or fifth or sixth email that we sent you, I, there's a link in there to the Dog Days resources page. But you really need to get familiar with campus, but with Canvas, but also your professors are getting used to it too. Um, we know that there was a lot of students panicking, like, I don't know how to get to my class. And so we've realized some faculty hadn't activated their Canvas page, their class in Canvas. So none of, nothing was there. So know that you're not alone, that we're all figuring it out, but you definitely need to get familiar with Canvas. And I think it doesn't hurt to introduce yourself to one of your professors on Canvas. In Absolutely. Looking at the, in looking at the data from the 
freshman, both freshman and transfer surveys that we sent out this summer from Dog Days, it sounded like a lot of you were concerned with interacting with faculty. So don't be afraid to send a message through Canvas. I know it might seem a little bit silly, but just introduce yourself. Say, hey, you know, my name is Kelsey. I'm really looking forward to taking your class this semester. What are some things that I can do to best to be successful within your course, just to open up the conversation? And so when it does come time that you may need some help, that door is already open for you and you have an easier time kind of talking to your professor and, and getting to know them. Yeah, half the battle is just them knowing who you are. They mm -hmm. have so many students and now that it's virtual, they're not even going to be that familiar, you know, with your faces and your habits or where you sit in class. So definitely, Kelsey makes a great point to get in contact with them just to introduce yourself because it's these professors that can help you, you know, get connected within your major. Eventually, Absolutely. they may be your advisor and help you find an internship, a letter of reference, whatever it might be. So getting connected with the faculty is of utmost importance. And I think, too, another piece of advice I would give is to don't be afraid to ask for help. I know we've touched on it a little bit, but in terms of academic help, we have some resources that many of our great colleagues work in on campus. The Fresno State Learning Center is one of them. I know I mentioned this during dog days, but the Fresno State Learning Center does have a success toolkit on their website. So if you're feeling kind of like, you know what, this is really overwhelming. I've got five classes that I need to keep track of. I don't really know how to manage my time. Uh, they have that success toolkit with downloadable worksheets for you to help manage your time and really kind of learn course material. With the course material piece, that was interesting too. That was another thing that came up on the survey that students were concerned about. That you're, since we're in an online format, you're concerned about learning that course material. So keep that success toolkit in mind uh, because it does have not only time management worksheets, but if you're a kinesthetic learner, um, information on how to recollect that information and to make it palatable for you as a student. Yeah, and it's not just worksheets or the toolkit that they have. They're also doing like virtual uh, live workshops, oh, whether it's right. time management or stress management, exam preparation, whatever it might be. They have a ton of stuff, right? And they are still doing full tutoring, mm -hmm. right? So even though, you know, all of our offices are closed physically, we're all, they're all open virtually. And the Learning Center is still having tutors. They're still doing all of that stuff, particularly for those classes um, that we know are tough, maybe a high fail rate. They have tutors available, so don't be afraid to reach out because they are definitely all up and running. Now, in addition to all of the offices that are open virtually, there are some things that are still open physically on campus. The first floor of the library is open, so if you need to check something out, uh, they have a laptop loan program, all kinds of stuff. Our Discover e-program is, is out of the first floor of the library. So if you need a tablet or like a Wi-Fi hotspot, you can check one out for the whole semester for free, right? And you don't have to return it until the end of the semester. And that's all in the first floor of the library. You just need your ID card. And if you don't have your ID card, you'll need your ID number. And then they will sort of swipe you in to get into the first floor of the library. The bookstore has limited hours. Um, you may not need physical books. Who knows? Maybe your class is immediate access and you got the online book. But the bookstore has limited hours as well. And then another one that I know is, is really has become really important on campus is the student cupboard. Uh, they are still open, um, and they do all like if you are food insecure, you need some food, or even toiletry items, diapers. They have all that kind of stuff, 
And I believe students can go at least once a week, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Students can go once a week to the student cupboard. And back when we went virtual um, in March, I know the student cupboard was putting together different kind of meal kits. I don't know if they're still doing that, but uh, again, as Ken mentioned, there's food, uh, toiletry items, diapers, whatever you need. Um, it's, it's likely there. Yeah. And it's not just, I know that I had this sort of stigma in my mind. I was like, I don't need all this canned food. It's like fresh food, yeah. pasta, fresh veggies. I mean, it's all kinds of stuff. Just know that when you're coming on campus, there are now protocols to get on campus. Um, so there are 101 in-person classes which when you think about the thousands of classes that we have, it's not a big number. Uh, but there are five checkpoints that you have to check in when you get on campus. Um, you have to do a questionnaire, I think, through the Fresno State app. Mm -hmm. And then you go there and they take your temperature and all of that and you get this little, this cool little sticker that changes color every day to show that you've been cleared to be on campus. So know that if you're coming on campus, uh, particularly if you don't have classes, you'll have to check in on one of those five checkpoints um, to get your little sticker so you can be on campus. But, I mean, you have to wear your mask. We're socially distancing, all of that. But the campus is still open on a limited basis. There's some things that are open. Um, although, we're trying overall as a campus to discourage you from having to come if you need to. I know that the reason we have all these checkpoints and the reason we are now working from home mm -hmm. is because they're trying to limit the number of people on campus. So it's something like 2,200 people total are on campus at any given time. And about a thousand of those are students taking those in-person classes. So know that they they don't want everyone coming on campus and flooding the campus and making it feel like it you know it may normally would. But there are some things that are open, like the student cupboard, um, to fulfill your needs. So you know we're here to serve. We're here to help you. We want to make sure that as much as possible, we're here to help you. Uh, yes, it's a lot of Zoom meetings and emails and electronic communication, but you know this is only temporary and. You know, we're looking forward to the time when everyone can come back to campus and we can Absolutely. all be together. I think I was daydreaming about that today, wondering what it would be like when all of our students can be back on campus and finally experience the really just the spirit of Fresno State, because that's what that what that's what makes our campus ours is just the feeling of so many students on campus really excited to be there. And I'm certainly missing that this week for sure. Oh, definitely. Even coming on campus, I was like, there's not a lot of cars. It just, no, it just doesn't feel like it mm -hmm. should. You know what I mean? It's that it's the students that really bring life to the campus. Absolutely. Really make it a great place to work. So the fact that, you know, all of you aren't here, I think it's one of those things that we're just we're hopeful that whenever, you know, whenever this comes back around that we can we can really ha do it big and Absolutely. really welcome everyone back <laughs> on campus. Yeah. I don't know if some of you came on Monday in that long drive through to grab your welcome pack. Oh, for convocation. Yeah, yeah, for convocation through the Office of Student Involvement. But we can't wait till everyone can be back on campus and we can do all of the stuff that we normally do. All the football games and vintage days and classes and all of that. I mean... But we know that you, you still have access to all the services here on campus, but we, we can't wait for the time when everyone can be back. Absolutely. So if you want to stay connected with us, go ahead and find us on social media. We're on Facebook on Fresno State Dog Days. I believe our Twitter is FS Dog Days and our Instagram is Fresno State Dog Days. And of course, you can always contact us by phone. We're available at 559-278-4885 or our email is dogdays at mail.fresnostate.edu and we'll make sure we get you to where you need to go.
Yeah, and and don't hesitate to contact even if you don't have a specific like need, and it doesn't need to be academic or whatever it might be. We know that everyone is dealing with you know still struggling and dealing with the change and making the adjustment. And there's offices on campus like uh, the Student Health and Counseling Center, and they'll you Absolutely. know they still do appointments and all that to help with your sort of mental well being. I know that's something that I'm struggling with. Like I said, working from home, but also trying to carve out time for myself to not be in front of the computer absolutely all the yeah. time and you know i feel like i'm getting carpal tunnel now so. <laughs> <laughs> so i know i think i try to make it a goal to at least get outside you know for 10 or 15 minutes a day just to be away yeah. from a screen and it's especially hard like you mentioned with all the wildfires and i know and breathing things. all the ash <laughs> and you know it was 112 degrees the other day oh man so. it's tough it's tough and you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Twenty, I'd be so happy when 2020 is done. <laughs> but we definitely know that we're here for you. We'll be doing the Sincerely Fresno State every other week. Uh, post it. It's on Spotify. We'll put it on our website, all of that. But we're here to help you. Uh, we definitely want to make sure that if you don't know where to go or if you need something, you can contact us. But hopefully uh, some familiar voices and you can tune in. We can sort of help you get through this. So take care. Stay safe, and we'll see you soon. Go dogs. Go dogs.